Um, white people, this is to you. <laughs> How can I say this? I don't want to generalize you all, but for those who applies, this is for you. Um, it's, how do we even say this? I don't think black that face is bad. Just don't do okay. black face, guys. Black face okay. is bad. Okay. Don't do it. It's not a good idea. It's not going to be well received. It's just going to open a wormhole that I don't think anybody wants to go down. What up? This is your boy Kev on stage. I'm a doughboy. <laughs> you know I just don't be. What up? This is another installment of Righteous and Ratchet because in our lives we all are a little bit righteous and a little bit of ratchet. Yes, and we're having fun today, and we have a full, a full docket. Full do- oh, we're gonna, oh, we're gonna talk, talk about, about it. it. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world today <laughs> that I feel shouldn't. I feel like in 2019, the stuff that we're about to talk about, we shouldn't have to talk about, but we're gonna talk about it. Oh, so apparently, um, white people, this is to you. How can I say this? I don't want to generalize you all, but for those who applies, this is for you. Um, it's I, I, how do we even say this? I don't think black that it's, face it's, is it's, bad. Just don't do okay. black face, guys. Black face okay. is <laughs> bad. Okay. Don't do it. It's not a good idea. It's not going to be well received. It's just going to open a wormhole that I don't think anybody wants to go down. And here's, it just shouldn't be done. Here's how I feel about it. Okay. Okay, here's how I feel about it. Right. I'm going to cut this periscope off because okay. the, the thing's bad. Sorry, okay. guys. Um, still, uh, this is how I feel about blackface. Talk about it. If you did blackface mm-hmm. in your past, you're a polit- politician, you're whatever, mm-hmm. just go ahead and release it now. Tell us now. Because <clears throat> what's happening in Virginia is... Uh, the governor is like, this is, a, this is the surprise. Tell, tell them so what saying. happened. Tell them what happened. Governor's yearbook photo comes out. Mm-hmm. Yo. I was in blackface, right? Mm. Racist photo. This person in blackface, person in Ku Klux Klan. Mm. He apologizes. I apologize for that racist thing. Yeah, I shouldn't have done it. I was a stupid kid. <laughs> yes. A couple days later, comes back. Neither of those was me. What picture are you referring to? I've never seen that stuff. I didn't even know what's a year, what's a book, what's a yearbook. <laughs> I like. Well, hold on, hold on. But then he says, but while we're on the subject, I did dress up in blackface as Michael Jackson. Well, and I could moonwalk. So then somebody says, can you still moonwalk? And he's like, can I, can I do it right now? His wife is like, that's inappropriate. He's like, that's inappropriate. That's, that's right. <laughs> True story. Really? At the press conference when he's apologizing. Okay, I would have loved to see him try to do a moonwalk. Like, it's really hard to is do. Is that wrong? So then the uh, next guy under him, who was a black dude, he had a sexual assault charge. Oh, Justin geez. Fraser, I want to say his name. That's not funny at all. No. Okay. Then the next person in line, blackface. Another white dude. Hey, listen, I know. Well, I just want to just get ahead of this thing before it comes out. I, too, dabbled in blackface. Let's throw Virginia politics Throw in the, the whole state away. Throw the politicians away. Throw the whole legislation some, into some the garbage. Some good people there. Right. But the politics, the politicians uh, in the 757. Right. That's the only area code I know about Virginia. <laughs> you probably heard it off a rap song. Get him, I know you did. Get them out of here. If you're a politician. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and get it out now, because everybody apparently okay. was doing the blackface. It was, and it was a, a very. Is it was, was? Is it safe to say it was a socially acceptable thing in this town no. or this state? No. It so was, okay, so let, okay, let's break this down because I'm assuming you're in you a history know, of blackface. Okay, I wanted to talk to you about this because I have been accused of sticking up for people when they're wrong and blah 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 blah. So I want to right now acknowledge my ignorance. Okay, where is the disrespect? 
in getting in blackface because and what i mean by that is and so i'll I'll give you a full loaded thing to respond to okay because i see black people dress up as white people i seen martin do it he was very Mm -hmm. hilarious i seen sean and marlon wayans do it i Mm -hmm. enjoyed it and so if i don't see where the offense is so if you know something deeper though i mean i mean that's white face but you're still dressed you're dressing up like a different so i don't understand okay so here's i'm gonna explain are you finished okay so what i'm saying is i'm trying to understand how is it offensive if a white person does it but not offensive if a black person does it? all right now let me because i really don't know okay okay so there's blackface Mm. blackface comes from like the menstrual times okay okay Blackface is putting generally the dark black, like, like almost, very, very dark, almost like like jet black, okay. like this microphone black. Okay, so not White trying to really show eye. a black person, but really black. A, a a a stereotyped version mm-hmm. of a black person, big red lipstick. Okay, like Drake was in that in that Drake. Okay, that, okay. is blackface in, okay. in the most traditional sense. Okay, okay. Then there's what Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon are accused of doing, which is dressing up what I'll say uh, as blackface costume. Okay. Or Robert I, Downey I, Jr. in Tropic yeah, Thunder. Yeah, I'll say because that's not the the minstrel, I'm making fun of black pe- people stereotype. Okay. It's the basically what uh, the white chicks things you were saying. Right. Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle. I'm dressing up in costume as a black person, mm-hmm. but not necessarily the stereotype minstrel version of blackface. With the red lips. With the red that. lips. And, and I'm assuming like the red lips were because black people got big lips? Yes. So the whole, think about the Mammy character in, mm-hmm. in um, black culture. She's big. She's smiling. Big white teeth. Big red lipstick. Brown. You know, like that's that caricature. Mm-hmm. Blackface is basically a caricature of black people. Okay, mm. that's the offensive thing. It was used to make fun of black people. Is how stereotype it was like. It's offensive. It's okay. like it's like um, dressing up in Native American culture mm-hmm. or, or like garb. Like I, I don't want to be offensive. I'm just using this as an example mm-hmm. and going. Woo, 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 woo. Right. It's the equivalent of doing. So that. somebody from Native American heritage would take serious disrespect. If I dressed up or a white right. person dressed up, I dressed up. Josh, anybody puts on their traditional garb, right. and does that type of stuff. You know, cowboys and Indians, stuff like that. The like, crazy thing is, I didn't even know that was disrespectful. I, I, I just really didn't know that. that Kevin Hart didn't either. This came up for him. Wow, uh, his okay. kids had a cowboys and Indians. So even the term Indians is the incorrect term, right? What's the correct term? Native Americans. Because Indians came from uh, Christopher Columbus thinking he had discovered India. Really? Was, yes. You didn't know? You didn't know. He was searching for India. He finds America. He's like, y'all is Indians. They was like, no, we're not. We're Native Americans. Are you serious? Yes. He thought he had discovered So Indians. for all this time, I've, like people have been calling them Indians, because people still call them Indians. Yes. I don't mean to say them like that, but you know, Native, Native Americans. Americans. And that was just off of a box yes. place where he thought he was. Yes. Wow. He thought he went this way. He went that <laughs> way. But he was just like, in true white fashion, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, just going to keep right. what I said. Wow. So that was the name that stuck. So even like the Cleveland Indians logo mm-hmm. it's a uh, uh i think it's I think his name is chief wahoo it's a character of red the red skins the all i always of these, thought red skins was offensive it's, just, it's, it's just i know there's a big thing in the court and it's all absolutely that. uh offensive to native americans right. dan snyder just had enough money that he paid some people and was like, like can yeah, y'all yeah. say this ain't y'all ain't tripping <laughs> and they were like all right y'all ain't tripping Wow. Right, that's essentially what right. happened, right? He he paid for the I mean he just was like, I'm not changing the name. Right, right. right? So there's Native American tropes in all type of um sports. Simon I mean, it really mm-hmm. is a lot. So by by the rationale of what you're saying then, 
Robert Downey wouldn't be frowned upon, but the governor in Virginia would. Okay, yes. Because of how they put the paint on their face. This in, in, in and now this may be upsetting to people, but okay. I'm not going to lie to you okay. for the sake of what I think people are saying is right. Got it. This is, um, to the best of our ability, our honest opinions on things. That's all we give. When I saw Tropic Thunder, Robert Downey Jr.'s character was not offensive to me. Then me neither. It was funny. It was a character who was method acting. I didn't even Ooh. know initially that it was a different act. Somebody had right. somebody like, oh, that's da da da. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't yeah. Know. You thought it was just a black dude? Yeah. It was so, that good. So the funny, and okay, so me and Tony were talking about this mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, and he was saying he, uh, the reason why he wasn't offended was mm-hmm. because uh, Brandon T. Jackson's character mm-hmm. was calling him out on it. Oh, so it was so like the breaking char- the fourth wall almost like you're not. Yeah. Well, I got it. It's kind of like uh, in uh, the Boondocks, Riley's character. Mm-hmm. He's an example of people mm-hmm. and he's he's designed to for you to see how silly people who think like this got are. It. Right, right. So that's kind of what they were trying to do with Tropic Thunder. Mm-hmm. Right. And I wasn't outraged and funny, funny scene in that movie. When he's like, man, uh, somebody says something. He says, you people. Mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. goes, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> and Brandon T. Jackson goes, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> right. So that's a great. Yeah. Line it, was of very, it was very funny <laughs> to me. Right. So um, uh, and, and on the flip side of that. When Martin, when Eddie, when Dave Chappelle. That was one of Martin's favorite characters of mine in Martin. White, damn Hey, County. buddy. Funny. funny. Funny to me, right? right? So Tony said, he was like, I'm not offended by this, but I understand if you are. And I was like, I like that. Okay. Like, because I don't want to be, I don't want to find offense in, in just everything. Like, I right. know we joked about this in the previous episode, right, right. but I don't want to just, like, I want to feel rightly or wrongly how I feel mm-hmm. I want to be educated and understand and then process information right mm-hmm. so to me there is a difference mm-hmm. to, between uh, what the governor did what Sarah Silverman does which is the characterized version of blackface right. and the comedic thing that Jimmy Fallon and uh, uh, Jimmy did. yeah Jimmy Robert Downey Jr. and Jimmy Kimmel right. do right I don't feel like they were mocking black people in the sense of like you guys are buffoons and you have big lips and we're gonna make fun of your dark skin and your features, mm-hmm. but we are gonna you, we're gonna you know. But uh, by that imitate. rationale, but by that rationale, then they begin to act black, and you know what I mean. So I could even say that with Robert Downey Jr.'s character, like he was acting like a black man, like doing yeah. little different <clears throat> things that you would assume black people would and do. And I can understand if you are a black person if you're offended. Can you assign, can I, I you can, understand if a white person gets offended? I can understand if a white person gets offended I, when black people do it. So if they That's see not, how like Martin did the white dude, then they could be like, white people ain't like that. That's disrespectful. To me, there is a difference in mm-hmm. co- comedy. Maybe it's because I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it seems a little, I, I think there's a separation to me versus the mocking mm-hmm. of blackface with the red and the black. That's just disrespectful the, and mean and comes from a dark place. Yes. Right. And the and also to be honest, and here maybe I even contradict myself, mm-hmm. you can be white and you can imitate Chris Brown or Chris uh Rock without coloring your skin uh brown. Right? You could just do like the hand things and the voice without imitating him. Oh okay. Without coloring your skin. Right. You know what I mean? So but but see that's the thing and this is just where I always and I hate calling it devil's advocate because I'm not trying to play yeah. I don't even know what that means but it means you're just doing the opposite right. of something so, just because exactly but but what I'm saying is is that I think that it's unfair because you know how a lot of times and I think you said this in the last episode it was like we get to joke about certain things you don't yeah. get to I kind of feel like white people should be able to feel the same way if they see like say Mar- Marlon and uh, Sean Wayans and white chicks 
That was a very stereotypical portrayal of how white women are. Yeah. Rich white women are. Yeah. So do white rich women not have the right to be like, yo, that's wild disrespectful. I think that they I should. I think they can. Right. But I never see like that outrage. No, I mean, a lot of times it's like, even in comedian, mm-hmm. as a comedian, right? I, um, you know, I we all have jokes of like, black people do this and this. Right, and right, Because a lot right. of times it's rooted in like, right. truth. You yeah. know, like I grew up in a black church and, Church was one way for me for my mm-hmm. whole life until mm-hmm. I moved to L.A. And, and I different. went to a different church and it was like, oh, my gosh, like this really is different. Fish out of water. Yeah. Culture shock. So right. I want to highlight these in my jokes because I see the difference. Right. But if a, if a white comedian like Gary Owen, for example, mm-hmm. he goes to white church. He, he had this really funny joke about when he first went to black church mm-hmm. and how when he was going to white church, they were out by 10. He's at Denny's reading breakfast. You know, and <laughs> right. he's, he went to a black church with his wife. Mm-hmm. He's, he's highlighting the difference and saying, man, this is up to two, three o'clock. I'm hungry. Right. They're talking back to the preacher. I'm like, hey, we don't do. Why are you guys? <laughs> You're interrupting him. So that's just him giving his His view of of what happened. He wasn't necessarily mocking Mocking or being disrespectful. He's saying from my experience, church was one way. Mm -hmm. And then I go to church here with my black wife. Mm -hmm. It's It's different. different. And here's why that's funny. And then that's where you find the jokes. Right. Right. Jesse Duplantis. He's a white preacher. Mm -hmm. Right. He has a funny video where he's making fun of black preachers and how they hoop and holler. And I want to tell somebody. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was hilarious. And it was because when I make fun of Joel Osteen, I'm like, oh, hey, good. Like, were even black, that voice. Were black people mad? No, no. I so mean, there was no outrage about it. I didn't him? see much. Okay. I, I mean, in the comments of the YouTube thing. Right, right, but I mean, there are people always mad. Right. But I personally didn't find that offensive. Mm-hmm. I found that funny. I also don't mind laughing at myself. Do you find offense to the all the way black face with the red lips? Absolutely. Okay. Because that's not trying to be funny. You're just being mean. And that stereotype was very harmful. To right. black people. And, and tell, maybe I'm wrong about this and maybe I'm imagining this in my mind, but when you said something, you said about that Mammy character, mm-hmm. whatever. I remember watching cartoons back in the day and I, oh. for some reason, remember seeing things like that. So, like, cartoons. I think I remember seeing some a black person with like a bone in their nose. Like, bone in their I've nose. I've seen some things. Wild racist, right. eating watermelon. Yeah. Like, so, okay, here's a really interesting thing about the stereotype of watermelon, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you make fun of black people, like, right. you know, this right. cartoon, spit out the seeds, spit out the seeds. Right. So here's the interesting thing that I didn't know about. So when the, uh, at the end of slavery, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of black farmers, uh, they start owning their own land, mm-hmm. land or they share crop their own land. Mm-hmm. And watermelon was one of the um, fruits that they could make and sold well. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're starting to make some money selling oh, watermelons. Right? right. So now what happens is. They, you know, white people start to make watermelon, make, they, they, they create a negative connotation between black people and watermelon that hurts the sales of watermelons because wow. black people were having so much success selling really? watermelon. Yeah, so that's where that like stereotype came from. Wow. So remember the black people are lazy right. stereotype dates back to slavery. How could, if you ever just think about this, you have people working for free and you're calling them lazy. I never thought of that like that. We own you, and, and you do you're the work lazy. for us. There's these stereotypes of black people laying in the I sun. Don't, no, no, no. Yes, I never viewed it yes. like that. Can you like how, what sense? Because does black that people make? do have a reputation or a, a stereotype. Stereotype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. That. You're so free to get <laughs> being mad. No, at no, you. So there's a there's a <laughs> negative connotation about black people being lazy. I've always yeah. heard that like black people don't work, uh, show up late to stuff. All and they really were slave owners because they didn't want to do the work themselves. Who, who's lazy? This is your land. And then you're beating, killed people to get that labor done. 
Yes. You can wow. kill people to get the land. You can kill people to keep the land. You can kill people after slavery That's is over. That's very you interesting. The land. And then you just talk bad about them. Yes. Which, wow. Which leads to the, the second thing that we need to talk about on the docket. While we're on the heavy stuff, let's just get the heavy stuff yeah. out of the way. Gucci and Prada. Okay. Now, we did touch on this. We glazed over it other episode, but now yeah. we're going to really, we're going to talk about yes. it. Yes. How does this happen? And give me two seconds to have a quick little spell I'll about let this. let you have it. I do not understand how in 2019, <laughs> stuff like, like, and I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt and mm-hmm. see the good in people. Give them the Benny. But I just don't understand, like, even with the coolest monkey in the jungle for the H&M ad last year. And then this ad, like when you see the ad, like the the design doesn't even make sense. It doesn't look good if anyone wore it. So it's just like you just want to be in, and you had to know that this backlash was coming. And it's almost like you will forego that just to be disrespectful and be like, we don't rock with y'all. And I've never seen that at any point in my life. I'm 39 years old and I've never seen blatant racism on a corporate level like that and it's really scary my thing is 100% agree with you for real I I struggle to believe it's not done on purpose it cannot be there's just no way to me that you are that unaware maybe it's hard to accept that you are a fashion house luxury brand and you know but no see I can't and I normally give people the pass, and I normally be like, "Well, it," could. but this has to be calculated. This just, I, and I and I've heard little rumblings about some of these higher end companies like Gucci and Prada. They don't really like black people wearing their stuff. They feel like it cheapens their yeah, product. Yeah, yeah. Like so, when you see somebody like I remember, uh, Ti was doing a video back in the day, mm-hmm. and he had like it was, it was I think the song was called Gucci something like mm-hmm. Gucci headband or whatever. And they shut it down. Like, no. Gucci did? Yes. They mm. shut it down. He couldn't even. I so didn't know I, that. So I just don't understand. But then you hire, like, Gucci has an official relationship with Dapper Dan in to Harlem. To get that cool pass. Get the cool pass. Because he had already been, in, in, in so many ways, black designers put those things on. Because Dapper Dan was dressing all the rappers in, in like, uh, Gucci stuff in the early 80s, which mm-hmm. was introducing it to the black culture, which made it cool. Um, mm-hmm. Virgil Abloh, he's the head of Virgil for, dude from Adidas, right? He's yeah. a dude that helped Kanye. Is, yeah. is he like the genius behind Kanye? Nike, Nike. yeah. Right. He was he was Kanye. Everybody credits director. him for. He does off white. Okay. okay. He does off white, and he oh. had his own streetwear. Oh, off white. It's his streetwear design, but he had the Pyrex stuff. He's working for Louis Vuitton. Yeah. So now he's the head of menswear for Louis Vuitton, right? Which is a a big power uh, a big powerhouse. So right. they know black designers make things cool, mm-hmm. right? And black culture solidifies a and lot it, of cool it, stuff you would just think that it affects your bottom line if you're a businessman how does racism trump business that's what i can't figure i out. don't understand that like even and that's my biggest thing i'm never here to try to cure the world of whatever it's sick about and what i mean by that is if somebody's racist i'm not here to come and talk to you and be like don't be racist just don't do racist stuff like right. you can you're allowed to have your own ideologies about whatever you want whether they be right or wrong i'm not here to go and push you on that but i just don't understand if you're in this for business yeah how that somehow finds its way into that's affecting your money yes and so it's like i would rather disrespect you than get your money like yeah well I that's my thing that. like here's here's very the, puzzling to me very puzzling here's the thing that i can say I feel like they don't care. I just mm. don't care what y'all think. I don't care about 
what offends you. Maybe they think we don't care if you buy it or don't buy it, but I don't care enough to respect you or what you think. Because mm. you got, bro, you know, like that process of making that sweater that mm-hmm. pulls up and then the lips are red. And you know. You know where you that know image comes saying. from. You know. Why would that even be a thing? And Prada, I think it was like a blackface design on the shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had the little keychain thing for the purses. Yeah, the little the black face face. Like, like, I don't. That don't look good, so it doesn't even make sense into all the other stuff you're doing. Either don't care, don't respect, or you're doing it on purpose to incite like it's it has to be the last one. It can't be don't care and don't no, it's you want to go out of your way. You think they want to disrespect people so you you have to. You can't just be like, there's no way that somebody pissed that and nobody but, on your staff was just like, yo, you know, brother. But if they know that black people, dis- they know black people decide what's cool because they bring in Dapper Dan and they bring in Virgil. I have a, I have a theory. Okay. I have a theory. This is what I believe. Much like when um, the Trayvon thing, Trayvon Martin, mm-hmm. when Trayvon, I don't say Trayvon thing, but when Trayvon Martin lost his life and then the guy that, that, that Zimmerman. Killed, Zimmerman that killed him, people started up a whole GoFundMe. And was giving him tons of money. Yeah. So I believe this is a way that racists can announce that they're racist and then other racist people will go and support that. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I, now I'm a racist. I'm a, yeah. I'm a racist white man. I see what you just did. Now I'm going to go out and drop 4K on some stuff. So maybe it doesn't even to mess up their business because there are races that exist and mm-hmm. they're showing you, hey, because I don't see no outrage from no white people about this. Like you see what I'm saying? Like yeah, I don't, I don't see any care. powerhouse companies taking that them to task. Problem. But that I think my problem. I think the bigger even issue is this, and I, this is what I really wanted to say to you about this. What does this say about us as black people? Like, and what I mean by that is, we got a lot of boycotts going on. <laughs> At this point, I so, need a planner to know this is the, what we're boycotting. Let me tell you what Gucci Prada. Mm-hmm. I, so we talked about this in the last episode. Mm-hmm. My glasses. Right. Our Gucci and Prada. Right. right. Why? Okay. But why? Tell me why you got to get Gucci and Prada. Because I wanted to stunt. See, and, I, and this is the thing. I wanted to. Uh, let me. Let me. Let, let me, me own it. up to my part of own the problem. It. Own it. We all want to be cool, right? Okay. We all want our people to think we dress cool. We, we have got style. It. When I worked at ADD, man, you remember it was you were buying shoe shoes war. all the time. I didn't. We know. talked about this the other day in the mall. Like, what's up with your shoe game? Like, oh, I ain't around I'll, y'all no more, bro. Josh will tell you, <laughs> right? Josh put me on. Josh put me on a lot of stuff. <laughs> Yo, Kev, NMDs <laughs> is what's popping because at this time, remember, I was watching buying Harachis and Air right, Max. Right, right. Josh was like, "Yo, he NMDs was. are fire." I bought it. Remember, you I bought a pair and I bought a pair for Sid. Mm-hmm. So now I buy a whole then bunch everybody of everybody started wearing them. And then we the all thing. wearing NMDs, right? So then we got to elevate mm-hmm. uh, Yeezys. You know, we were buying Yeezys and I got four pair. John got three pair. It was a real competition. Right. Then Virgil comes out with Off-Whites. To be quite honest, yes. the red tag thing, I'm like, in my own head, I'm like, what? Why? I don't did get you, it. How much did you spend on that one pair? Go ahead and let them know. Nah, 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 man. You said you're going to own it. You Why? said you're going to own it. You ain't, you ain't, don't just tip your toe in the water. You get in the pool. Six Hona. Six Hona on some shoes? On some off-white Air Maxes. Because the people are saying they're cool. I'm going on Twitter. I don't know what off-white is. Mm. It's 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 Nike with like Helvetica font written air and this red tag. 
People are saying it's cool. I didn't even know who Virgil Abloh what was. What do you think that that comes from? Like, what is it? And this, 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 this is it's a there's a rap song that says it's in a black man's mind to shine. Part of it, I think, you just want to stunt. We all do. We do. It's keeping up with the. Oh, I've, and I've absolutely don't let. Me Why do you have now. these fake? These ain't fake. Gold, because I want to seem like I have it. But we know you got it from the middle of the mall. Hey, first of all, don't disrespect my kiosk. <laughs> That's what it is called. But this is the thing that I think that's going on in the black community. This is the thing that I think that's going on. Versible chains. In the black community. And I've always thought this, but now. Don't hide them. Okay. No, I'm just trying to turn them because I don't want you to see the back end of them. Because uh, oh, they lit on the other side. Anyway. So did you have. Okay. So the, the common plight of the common rapper. Ex-rapper. We won't even say any names. Comes from impoverished. You know, neighborhoods broke doesn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Starts rapping, yes. starts to gain some momentum. Yes, gets a record deal. Yeah, now all of a sudden he gets some money. Yeah, I and kind of taunts and shuns the people in the ghetto. Buy stuff like Gucci and Prada because they know you can't afford it. Even though I came from there, now I want to sit here and call you a broke boy yeah. and this and that and the third. Yes, I think it's that. Is the reason why that, we get disrespected by big companies? But that, I feel like it's self hatred. But I, I don't. I, here's, I think. No, but that you is, say that it's not. But why else would you do? If I'm, me, and you, I'm telling you, say, if you would let me talk, I want you to talk. It's as American as capitalism. I can have a house, mm-hmm. but if my neighbor has a bigger house, I want a bigger house. If he has a, if I got a regular lawnmower, he got a riding lawnmower. I got to get a riding lawnmower. He got a mini picket fence. I got to get a big picket fence. He got the new Cadillac. I got to get the Cadillac with tinted windows. We're always, that's the capitalistic thing. Like I'm all. I so think it's less cultural and more societal. I, I feel like within black people, we do it, but I don't feel like we're the only ones mm. who do it because uh, uh, white people buy Gucci and Prada and stunt and uh, Mexican people buy Gucci and Prada and stunt. But see, and stunt I also feel like they also stick together. I, I seen an interesting tweet that made me really think. And it said, brothers will go out and spend $10,000 in a Gucci store for somebody who hates them mm-hmm. and will insult them. And then you'll go to a black owned business and ask for some free tickets or some free merchandise or a hookup. Why is that? You I, know, I, I don't understand that about us. And I know that I'm part of the problem, probably. I, I as a business owner, mm-hmm. am selling this shirt. Right. This shirt's not for sale. Mm-hmm. This is not Champion's logo. Mm-hmm. This is just a mock-up of what a shirt could look like if it were for sale. Mm-hmm. But it's not for sale on my website. I would never it's sell that. Why well, would I? No. Never. If you don't want one, then go there and see if it's there or not. Exactly. I mean, what? <laughs> but, <laughs> so... I forgot where I was going because that joke was so funny. What, what were we <laughs> no, saying? I was just saying that why is it that we'll go and spend oh, 10000 in the Gucci it. store? So I actually, that's one thing that I've never been on. Right. Like I, You're very supportive of all uh, if you're, businesses. Right? And, and, and I like small business owners. And mm-hmm. I support white people as well. Mm-hmm. But Meech releases a hoodie. I mm-hmm. bought every You Matter hoodie mm-hmm. of the last four or five drops. I've seen you do that. Cashmere. I'll tell you a funny Hold story. Hold on, let me, okay. let me, let me let, let, a couple more black designers. Mm-hmm. Cashmere, eight, V-I-I-I, bought all types of shirts from her. Her, uh, John Jenkins bought his shirts. You know, Toby bought his hoodies and his exclusive hoodies. Like, I know what it's like to need that income. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to bring the black dollar in. You seen Killer Mike? Yes. Uh, oh, I haven't seen it, but I've heard some great things about it. 
Cripacola. Cripacola. I it didn't say safe. nothing ignorant. Act you like didn't. I knew. The black dollar stays in the community not that long. He was actually in. So I went to Tulsa mm-hmm. last week. We were talking about Black Wall Street. You, are you familiar with Black yeah, Wall Street? Yeah, that was the Renaissance in yes. Harlem, was it, that happened? No, that happened? it was in Tulsa, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. That's where I said I was in Tulsa, okay. Oklahoma. So it was one of the richest black <laughs> neighborhoods in the I was thinking about the Harlem Renaissance. Yeah, okay, United gotcha. States. Okay. So apparently at this time, there was no... Uh, uh, Oklahoma was, was, was not integrated into the United States yet. So people could buy land relatively cheap from the federal government because people was like, bro, don't nobody care about Oklahoma. Okay. Then a whole bunch of black people bought it. And because of segregation, apparently, and this is what's in the Killer Mike episode, segregation helped the black community. Right. This is what the lady who said in Oklahoma, because you couldn't go anywhere else. You couldn't buy groceries at a white grocery so store. You had to support. You had to support Green Book. Green Book. Mm. You had to go in the black community and buy stuff. But in so the lady in Tulsa was telling us white people also came. White people could go back and forth. Right. They could, but they would still come and spend their money. So she was like during uh, Black Wall Street, the hot clubs, the hot acts they're all in the black neighborhoods so white people would come in and spend their money mm-hmm. black people would kept the money in there and they had to so black people black businesses black banks all rise okay mm. gets too big too powerful white then people was like oh no stop that we want this land much like with the watermelon they effect. Li- yes they literally bomb tulsa i did not know this start riots destroy so here's the thing all the black owned banks they have the money like literal cash. People mm-hmm. have their money under their mattresses or in the black banks, right? They literally had the money in the bank. They burned the banks down. They imagine keeping all your cash in your mattress. Whatever's not in the bank is at home. You know I know about keeping I cash know. under the mattress. I was doing that two it's years American. ago. Imagine your house burns down and your bank burns down. See. Now you have no money, right? So that's what happens. And then when segregation ends... Black people can go anywhere, and now the black dollar goes out of the black community, right? See, when I hear stuff like that, and then stuff like this happens in 2019, because, you know, I'm always preaching equality, and let's all get along, let's let laughter bring us together, but when I hear stories like this that I did not even know about, or I hear stories about, you know, the CIA being involved in dropping guns in the hood in LA in the crack era and the crack epidemic, it really starts to start, or when you even watch the 13th, you know, on Netflix, 13, yep. you really start to feel like this is a systematic was, setup for us to just keep losing. That's how you really start to feel. And that's why in the last episode, you asked me why I go for everything black, because the system is designed. And to now hold I'm starting to down. see that. And now I, I, I for right now, I just had the moment of clarity of why my comments upset so many people. And I see that now. Moments of clear- learning. That's just crazy. People, because so here's the thing. Let me let me stay on that point because right. I saw a comment where a white person was mad at my, at my comment about Demi Lovato. Like, yeah. I feel like you hate me because you don't you you don't allow me to join in your culture. It's not hate, right? Okay, some things are not for people. Now I'll give you an example within Black culture. Okay, okay? I am born in El Paso, mm-hmm. Texas. I do not know my African heritage. Okay. I have friends like Yvonne and Lovey who are Nigerian. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think I know Lovey was, I think Yvonne. they're both, they're, they're into Nigerian culture. Mm -hmm. They're like first generation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they have Nigerian, um, uh, weddings have these customs. There's these food. There's these things. They have inside jokes and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know about Nigerian culture. So you can't join in. I can't join in. I can't make fun of them the way I can yep. make 
because that Nigerian culture is not something that I'm privy to. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't go into Nigerian culture and say, oh, y'all, whatever the joke may be or whatever the customs that may be that a a true Nigerian person could make fun of. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't feel comfortable jumping in and making those jokes. I'll give you an example with the gay community. Right. You just don't know those. I'll give you another one. It's not my space to join in and feel like, well, I I can jump in and say whatever I want. It's just a joke. Right. Just a joke. Y'all say it all the time. That's not me. If we're both fat, right? Mm. And I make fun of you and the fact, it, 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 right. they, you on and on and Women on. Women call on. each other the B word. Another yes. another example, a mutual friend that we have, Nate Jackson. I knew Nate Jackson before I moved out to uh, to LA. And I remember there was like a show and it was like, because you know, he's really into, I don't even know the name of his, I always get them mixed up. They're fraternities and then there's sororities. sororities. Men's is, men's is fraternities right yes. and i remember and he's he yeah so he belongs to to one of the i don't the know which one. i mean no no he he belongs to the omegas omegas and Tony's i was just joking like i was just joking like in like i said something because they like they would do something like i think the girls or something like i'm not even gonna imitate don't, it don't, don't, they don't. but they they take it he was like nah though like and me and nate have always been cool he pulled me to the side like though like on some serious stuff like don't do that again, bro. People get knocked out. So that. I did a show with <laughs> Nate and uh, I'll just say a famous comedian. Okay. Because Josh never wants us to say names. Okay. We're performing at the Omega's um, celebration for however many years it was, right? right? So Nate's Greek and uh-huh. he's an Omega. Uh-huh. There are certain jokes he can make because he's he is that. a part of that fraternity, uh-huh. right? So um, it's called throwing up the hooks. I'm not going to do it. Right, but right. when they throw up their signal, mm-hmm. if you haven't crossed the the sands, which is like the initiation into this group, you cannot throw up the signal. You can't signal. do it. Right. You can't make the sound. You can't throw up the hook. Uh-huh. So Nate's ripping mm-hmm. these jokes. There's a lot of inside jokes. I do my set. Mm-hmm. I leave all that Greek stuff alone. Because you know better. Because I, I died a, a death. At a Greek event, because oh. I remember I told you my worst bomb ever at UW. I've said it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I, okay. I called the fraternity by the wrong name. Oh, okay, then, right. Okay. So you knew better. So I okay. knew, uh-huh. like, I'm not gonna touch that at mm-hmm. all because right. I don't know enough to make fun of it. Right. Famous comedian comes up, kills his set. Mm-hmm. His closer is rocking. He throws up the hooks. The room is dead silent. What? People looked at him like they would fight him. Like literally, and he's famous, been on TV and stuff. You gotta tell me. After Nate, this, after this. <laughs> Nate told us before, like, bro, don't do whatever that. you do, don't do just that. Just don't make fun of that right. stuff, right? And that's the example that I would tell that lady. Everything is not for you. Some and things may- you can watch from the sideline and realize that that's not your place. And you said and that that's, within Black culture, there are some mm. things that I'm not privy to. Mm-hmm. That like same thing if you're my boy, like I can make fun of you, but if somebody disrespects you, you might. ADD, perfect example. Mm-hmm. We roast each other all the time for roast me. Mm-hmm. People I don't know try to roast me in my comments, bro. That ain't. For I don't you. know you. We exactly. not boys. Exactly. Don't come up and roast me. Mm-hmm. Like we're friends. It's exactly. funny because this is my friend. If I don't know you, it's not funny. You might get socked. For facts it, and first. It could be whatever. And they don't understand that. People also don't get that because somebody actually tweeted me the other day and they was going in on Pat. And they were like, yo, how dare you uh, make fun of Doughboy and his sobriety? You're a piece of trash. And da-da-da. I'm like, I had to check, dude. Like, Pat's one of my best friends. Yeah. Pat was one of the few people that I talked to before right. I went into rehab. So you just, that actually makes perfect sense because you said that last episode and I didn't really get it until now when you said you are a guest of black culture. I see it now in the parallels of what you're saying. Yeah. You don't get to do this. You should. And there's probably things that you do that I can't get in on. It, for everyone. I get it now. And it's even within our culture. Right. Your everything is not for everyone. Exactly. Some things you just be like, that's not my I'm going to leave that alone. And that's what you have to do. So 
so we said all that to say um going back to blackface that's, right, how, we, right. that's, that's how we that's how we got there mm-hmm. and and but even within black culture we don't do we don't blackface. do that right right we never seen a black person in blackface no no so if i were you just don't do that it's never going to end well it's for you. It's not. And just let it go. Like, it's, it's not like, going to further you. No one's going to think you're a genius. Nobody's going to be like, oh, that was just great. Like, so no. we, I don't want to go too far into no, this. No, you go we, in there. We're supposed to be talking about funny stuff today. Okay, we but go in there. Though. The N-word, okay. right? So there's always this discussion on who can say it mm-hmm. and why people feel like I should be able to say it. Mm-hmm. And my question is to you, why? Mm-hmm. Why yeah. do you want to say a word that you white people invented the word mm-hmm. they invented the derogatoriness of it mm-hmm. black people took it back made it something that we liked we we took the pain away mm-hmm. from took it. the sting out of it right and maybe we should say it or maybe we shouldn't this is not the dis- discussion right. for today right, right. but whether i say that to you why do you want to be able to join in it and say it right what what is about what it what is it about this word that that you want? And I, I, sometimes I just feel like you just want to be able to do everything. But see, that's why. But see, but see, I want to just say the finish thing. Why is it so hard for there to be something that you shouldn't say, mm-hmm. whether you can or not? Why should you want to be able to say everything? I got no problem with my boundaries. Mm-hmm. If I'm not gay, mm-hmm. if a gay person calls another gay person the f word mm-hmm. and they don't trip. That's them. I don't jump in and say, well, I, they get to say, I, that. why do I want to say that? I, I think I have the answer now. I'd okay. like to hear it. And, it. and it goes back to what you just said about, you know, hey, if I get a house, I, you know, if my neighbor gets a bigger house, I want a bigger house. Or if I got, the, yeah. he has the, the more. You have to also understand, black people as a whole, we're very influential. Yeah. We start a lot of trends. Oh, yeah. It's like the cool thing. To do like you can even see something like you know cornrows like you know what I'm saying black women been doing that for years Kim Kardashian does it oh my mm-hmm. they are just enamored with the culture just like Fortnite. that white girl, just the dances Fortnite. it's just you know, so I feel like people just literally be, I feel like people just be wanting to be down like almost like remember that remember the, when uh, Kendrick Lamar brought the white girl on stage and uh, mm-hmm. then she said the n word and everybody like gave her but it's like. <laughs> You're singing the song, like, and I'm not saying she should say it or shouldn't say yeah. it, but I think the reason why non-black people would want to say it is just because they want to fit in and be cool. But you, I, I, I watch a lot of world star hip hop. I know you probably don't. <laughs> you know what I'm really starting to notice? What? Because they do like a lot of fighting clips on there. I watch them. I probably shouldn't. Sometimes I turn away when people start getting stomped, but it's my thing. But I have noticed there's a lot of young non-black people saying the n-word and when they do it when they say it they say it when they're like doing violent things like fighting like they're getting ready to fight and then all of a sudden it's a bunch yeah. of n-bombs mm-hmm. dropping so i don't know if that's association with negativity with the word right. but i think overall it's just people just be wanting to fit in but white people it's not gonna make you fit in it's saying the n-word here's and my thing that and the black here's kids. my thing people always say why can't i say it because i said so here's what no 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 here's my thing <laughs> okay. this might go the wrong way Say it and be ready for the consequences. Because sometimes you say something you shouldn't say and That's you get true. socked in the mouth. It happens. Sometimes you lose your job. Remember that? Uh, this, this wasn't the N-word. But this white PR lady for this company was like, she tweeted, she was on a flight to Africa. And she tweeted right when she took off, I'm on my way to Africa, hope I don't get AIDS. Right? 14-hour flight. I didn't mean to laugh at that. By the time, by the time she landed, she was fired. So they lighting her up. And she has no internet access. 
And so she probably wasn't Twitter, even famous. It just went viral. She was, people found her job. You know how black Twitter be. So found before her she job. could get touch feet in the motherland. she touched Africa, she was fired. When she landed, she finds out she's dragged on the internet and lost her PR job. Say it. <laughs> Watch what happens. Say your little joke. Get it off. Because sometimes somebody's going to come and pull up and punch you in the mouth. Sometimes it's going to cost you your job. But Keep that same energy. Okay. Not a devil's advocate moment again. But I be having a problem with people losing their jobs. You really shouldn't. For some, but okay, okay. Let me let me, let me, what, let me let me no no cuz okay. let me cuz I will get okay. drug again. Okay. Listen. If a bad joke is a bad joke, it's a bad joke. I get it. You probably shouldn't have made it. It was in poor taste. She's probably on a flight. You probably having a couple drinks. I like I get what she was probably trying to say. I'm not sticking up for her. But geez, that but I think that you're right in Here's the sense of thing, you got, don't play though. You there's consequences for there's your consequences actions. You can do whatever you, you want. want to. Say it. You're right. I think that's a really good they should and make that a shirt. Say it. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> just because the you don't know like, how far it can go. Here's the thing, man. At your job. Mm-hmm. Right. Think about the BT tweet. Yeah. You said that girl deserved to be fired. I did. Why doesn't the girl who said I'm going to Africa to get she AIDS does. deserve to be fired? She does. I'm, you're right. You're right. You sometimes you, you don't be... learn until you have the consequences of the action. That's your learning true. lesson shouldn't always be, "Hey, that's bad." You had a job. You said something you shouldn't have said. Now you, you don't knew have better. a job. Now you don't have a job. Now let your bank account be your lesson. And I don't want right. to have to teach you what you shouldn't say. But, but to clear that, when I said that the girl, whoever tweeted that off BET, I'm saying that because you're tweeting from a multi-million dollar company. That girl and was so, PR for, I mean, I know you didn't know I that. I didn't know that part. Okay, she so, was a PR for a big company. Oh, okay. So then, okay, so then, yeah. So then, but if that would have just been off of her personal, but it was off her personal account. But the thing is, though. Just you, don't do it. You represent. Okay, I'm going to give you a perfect example, mm-hmm. right? Say you're on the Real Comedians Social Media Tour, mm-hmm. right? I'm a clean comedian. Everybody works with me. It's clean. Yeah. Right. You say some wild stuff on Twitter. Right. Something that reflects so poorly on you that it reflects poorly on me. Please believe you're off that tour. We're friends. I don't care. I talk to everybody. And you won't be anymore. They're my best friend. Not if you say that. <laughs> if you have some domestic. And we're dispute, friends. If you, Tony, to hear have something that you do in your personal life that affect that mm. affects my bottom line mm. as a business owner, you will be off the tour. Oof. And that's my word. I know. I can hear the conviction you in your will voice. Because now you messing, messing with how with I feed those two. Twelve and ten. Yeah. And they eat. And I babysat for them. They came in the kitchen. Zay, when he gets out of school, is <laughs> like a man out of solitary I haven't eaten in months. So <laughs> yeah, I get it. Should you lose your job? Maybe, maybe not. Say you it. will though, right? If you do something that's ridiculous, when you righteous it- and ratchet is over. <laughs> this is over. Done today. Episodes like for real. I though. get it. I understand that. And 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 same thing goes for me. Right. When I'm working for ADD, if I do something that reflects so poorly mm-hmm. on the company that they look bad for employing me, right? You got to understand that that's. And to be honest, that was another reason. One of the main, actually. Probably the number one reason why I stopped drinking because I knew I was a ticking time bomb. I knew as many passes as I was getting, eventually a conversation wasn't going to fix it. 
uh, a heartfelt email was to go fix it. I remember this. You know what was about to get you fired from what? me? What? I'm going to tell you what Uh-oh. it was. Uh-oh. Me keeping you mm-hmm. was reflecting poorly on me. Yeah. People had started to come to me and be like, you know what, Kev? Your love for Doughboy as a friend is reflecting poorly on your leadership skills. Because if he wasn't your boy, you would have let him go. You fired people before for doing what he has done. And he still has his job and she or he doesn't. And when you let him pass, you we lose respect and faith with you. And that's what I told you, you when did. I almost fired you was because <laughs> that was I had right. just had that conversation. Right, right. And somebody had just pulled me to the side. Mm-hmm. Like you do realize you won't let that fly for nobody else but him. And that's when I told you because you got, I got me. no more rope for you. You are now making me <laughs> that makes so, look bad. Sometimes I'm and the type are, of sometimes and if you make me hold on, you make me look bad. You're taking my food out of twelve and ten, and I knew that because now they go tell my boss, Kev is compromised. Mm-hmm. He's letting this dude do this for whatever reason. Like you, love you, hate you. These other people don't care. They that's, want it fair across the board. And that's the crazy thing about what you're saying is sometimes I'm a visual learner and like sometimes something has to be put very simple. But you explaining that right now, just like that, makes me understand why people lose their jobs and even more when they make stupid decisions. Because if you back Because it's not person, just you. Because Okay, I'm going to give you another example, right? Racist person X. Mm-hmm. On either side, right? Mm-hmm. Laura Ingraham, for example, Fox News person. I don't remember what she said. Uh, something racist. Uh. The advertisers... People on Twitter start hitting up the advertisers of her show. Mm-hmm. Y'all should drop her because she does this and that. Mm-hmm. Drop her. Drop her. So advertisers start pulling out. Right? Now the producer of that show says, if we don't have ads, we can't, we pay, can't our... pay you. Right. Your show's canceled. Roseanne didn't lose her mm. job because ABC hated or loved her. They lost. She lost her show because advertisers would not advertise on her show. You don't get fired because we don't agree or disagree mm. with your comments. You get fired because you affect my bottom line. Whew. Which leads us You're to our talking. next topic. You're talking. Colin Kaepernick right. and Kareem Hunt. <sighs> the reason Colin Kaepernick. Let, let, is, let's give that some context. Everybody knows Colin Kaepernick. But not a lot of people know Kareem Hunt. I know. I'm going to tell okay, you. Colin you. Kaepernick kneeled. Right. Right. Against reason, police brutality. Police and, brutality. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. The reason he is blackballed, in my opinion, mm-hmm. isn't because the NFL thinks one way or another about police brutality. Oh. It's because the NFL. Hold a- on a second. I'm- Do you have a cramp? Yes. Out. You got to drink some more water. Ah. Colin Kaepernick is out of the NFL. Right. Not because he's a he bad nailed. quarterback. Not because he's a bad quarterback. Right. He's out of the NFL mm-hmm. because the vocal people in we'll call it middle America who really support the NFL believe what he's doing is wrong. Mm. And if he continues to play, they are not going to support that team. I'm going to tell you how the NFL works and why they don't care about Colin Kaepernick or Kareem Hunt. They care about the bottom line. Uh If the majority of the people buying tickets, buying beer at stadiums, buying jerseys, playing fantasy football, if the majority of them believe Colin Kaepernick should be in the league, he'd be there. He'd be in the league. The reason he's not getting signed isn't because he's a good quarterback or bad quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's because if you sign him, you people are going to boycott the team. The Ravens thought about signing him. People were like, I'll never watch another game. I won't buy a jersey. I won't do this and that. The Ravens, same thing as Terrell Owens. Whether you're good or not doesn't matter. Right. If I don't think you, if I think you coming on my team is going to cost my me line. money, 
So then by that rationale, are you not upset that he's out of the league or does that make you more upset? I'm absolutely upset. And now I think I finally understand why everybody's so upset about this. Yes, because the NFL doesn't care about the issues or not. Now I can really see where the frustration and the angst comes against the NFL because it's like you can take this man's career away from him. And at this point now, it's almost too late. It's been three years since he's been out of the league now, right? I believe so. So now it's like you took almost the best years of his career. So his career is going to be over for taking a stand or taking a knee for social injustice. But then you got a guy like Kareem Hunt. Now let's talk about Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is a running back for the Kansas City Chiefs Mm -hmm. on videotape. Assaulting a female. Yes, a and woman. he he lost. Oh yeah, a woman. He lost his job immediately once the. T- but see, that was another thing. The team knew about the situation. Mm-hmm. They didn't cut him until the tape came out. Of course. Same thing with Ray Rice. They knew about that the whole year before. Yep. So it's and like- Greg Hardy, who beat up his girlfriend and tossed her on a bed of guns, <sighs> literally, That's just- not not figuratively, right? Literally tossed her on a bed of assault rifle. Like he had guns on a bed and threw her on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get signed to the Cowboys, and here's why: Kareem Hunt got signed, mm-hmm. Greg Hardy got signed, um, because the NFL, the vocal people, don't care enough about what happens to women to stop supporting their team. And it okay? seems like they almost have a dislike enough for black people or black issues. Well, it's wait, what do you mean? Because Colin Kaepernick can't play because he was standing up. For social injustice in America. He can't play anymore because there was enough people or it affected the bottom line enough to where people were like, we don't want to touch him, blah, blah, blah. But then when you have women getting assaulted or different things like that, it's like, oh, but can he play? Yes. That's And scary. that's what I that's told scary. you in a couple episodes about. Before Colin Kaepernick, my mm-hmm. problem with the league was player safety, uh-huh. the CTE thing, mm-hmm. and how they handled like Josh Brown, white dude, kicker for the Giants. Mm. He beat his wife. And they knew about it. And, and he then, stayed employed for a long time. And then you until guys, it became super like, y'all, it's it, it's bad. You should. But it's not that he beat his wife. He, sh- he got cut. And nobody knew about it. Right. It's that the reports were so vocal that it looks bad. I, the more that we talk about situations like this, and this is what we were even talking about when we had the cameras turned off. We don't even mean to be talking about all these heavy different things, but the world is just in such a state where there's just a lot of it's the hate. headlines. Like, I just, it's the headlines. The blackface stuff was like dominated the internet over the last 10, 14 The Gucci days. Prada thing as well. Gucci Prada. It's like all anybody's talking about. Right. So it's like, I feel like I'm avoiding it if we don't talk about well, we it. We got to talk about the things that happen, but it's just almost very scary and sad when you start to think about the state of affairs and 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 race tension like i'm like i said i'm 39 years old i've never seen racial tension this high and i'm older so that's just crazy for me to be seeing it now but i guess it's just You're only four years older than me yeah but i mean do you, can you ever recall a time where you've seen racism as no. blatant as you see it now oh no i don't re- ever remember like brands doing racist things well tommy filfiger when i was coming up said he didn't want black people wearing stuff. and that's one thing to say but could Tim you imagine said the same thing but could you imagine them coming out with a piece of apparel mocking black people that's just a mm-hmm. step even further yeah. like geez so i guess how we'll put a button on that um and end that off um the nfl we, I, I, I think i'm finally on the other side of it now like i'm just kind of over it like and you know, and even on, and even coming here, like I was thinking, like, yo, I was, I, I don't want to say I was going to defend Kareem Hunt, but I was even going to, you know, 
Well, no, I, I can still say how I truth, truthfully feel about that. Do you feel as if sometimes we hold celebrities and athletes to a different standard than we hold regular people? Here's when they honestly, make mistakes. Because I because th- now people are starting to protest the Browns. Because the Brown, what happened was Kareem Hunt. He assaulted the, a young lady on on camera. He got released by the Chiefs, and then today the Browns signed him. And now there is some outrage, and people are like, "How could you pick that guy up? He did these." And things. also, let let's let's let the record reflect. Uh-huh. The reason Kareem Hunt said he hit this woman uh-huh. just because this is always comes up, right? Is because she called him the N word several times to his and face. Yes, so that and at even, first we people thought it was a domestic violence, right? Thing, it wasn't DV, and it was it was just regular assault. Right. And I saw an interesting take on this situation, right? Mm-hmm. Because everything's not black and white; some things right. are gray. Mm-hmm. They said that Kareem Hunt, um, yes, it is wrong that the woman said that stuff to him, mm-hmm. right? But he should know that white women are rarely held accountable for their actions mm. in America, mm. and that. It, his his response should cost him his job. So it, he should have been in that position. But if you respond in that way, then you should lose your job. But see, and this, that's not right that she should. It's not that she should be allowed to say that to him. Mm-hmm. It's that if you respond in that way, this is what happens. Road rage, perfect example mm-hmm. or t- to me. Mm-hmm. We're driving. You cut me off. Mm-hmm. Right. I rightfully have a right to be upset at you. Right. But if I run you off the road, you're going to jail for a t- and you and you get hurt, you cousin the charge. And no, you shouldn't have cut me off. Mm-hmm. But my response, if it causes you harm in some way or you die or whatever, mm-hmm. then that doesn't absolve me of of my actions. Right. This is the only thing that I think I, I kind of fall on a different <clears throat> take on that is because I look at it like this. Now, is hitting a woman ever right? No can't find a reason for it to be actually i I actually feel putting your hands on anybody Mm -hmm. is wrong we're adults figure out a way to you know what i mean i haven't had a fight since i was 19 years old you can do it Mm -hmm. so with a situation like kareem hunt young kid believe he's under 25 a young young Mm -hmm. guy now did he make a horrible mistake absolutely should he be punished by his by the law first off should he go through the the court systems absolutely should he be disciplined by his team up and uh, up and not even limiting to being released from that team. Yes, but a man that has spent his whole life becoming a professional athlete, kind of how the world is with the cancel culture, would just say you will never work again. Well, and that's something that I kind of feel like if if it was like that for the whole rest of the world, half of the world would be unemployed. If you made a mistake, put your hands on somebody, God forbid, and then you can't never go work in your line of work again. I feel like that's extreme. Well, no. here's an example. Michael Vick. Right. He had the dogfighting thing. He did. He served his time in prison. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. He Perfect example. Then applied for reinstate, mm-hmm. reinstatement. Uh-huh. Reinstatement. Reinstatement of the league. Into right? the NFL. They gave it to him. And, he had, and they gave it to him. Right. I didn't have a problem with him playing after right. that. Because what he did was wrong. He served. He acknowledged it. Mm-hmm. He served his time legally. Paid his debt to society. Paid his debt. Same thing with people who go to prison. Right. They do what's wrong. They pay their debt. They come out. I don't think you should hold them. Absolutely. Right. Now, now on the same side of that, if you are a sexual offender, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. You, and you say you were um, a preschool teacher. No, you can't whatever, do that. Right, 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 right. You cannot do that job right, right, right. anymore because you doing that job potentially puts you in Absolutely. harm's way exactly. with your previous, previous history. I so totally you can't that. do everything. Right. But should you be able to make a living 
You should be able to because get, I'm like Kareem Hunt is a football player. He can't just all of a sudden be like, I'm gonna go sell insurance then. Like, no, like this. No, is, he could absolutely. But, but what I'm saying is, this is what he's dedicated his life to. But okay. and I understand it was a heinous mistake. Well, here's shouldn't have happened. I just don't like the whole you should never be able to work. Okay, again. let me tell you. Let me give you an example. Might okay. change your mind. Kevin Spacey dedicates his whole life to acting. Okay, mm-hmm. he does something. He's one of my favorite actors too. Yes, Beautiful well, Mind he, is one of my favorite movies about. He's not in that. No, not a beautiful mind. Um, no, 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 don't, don't, no. He isn't a beautiful mind. No, he's not. Kevin Spacey. No, that is uh, Russell Crowe. No, no, no. What was the movie American Beauty? I'm sorry, American not, Beauty. Okay, I'm sorry, sure. I messed the name up. American Beauty. Okay. <laughs> I American love Kevin Beauty. Spacey. Yes, loved. Right, right. Kevin Spacey. Okay. Kaiser Soze. Yes. House of Cards. Great. But your job is to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. Your job is to bring people to watch your show. Right. Your actions prevent you from doing that the way you used to do that. So can you find a job in America? Sure. You just can't do that no the more. The job that you had is no longer available to you. You are making perfect sense this episode. And I, and that's, and that's, that I, that makes, when you say it like that. Right? That makes you sense. You can't, you can no longer do this job. And when you look at it and you quantify it to a Kareem Hunt and you break down all of the other things that we're saying, ticket holders and now the audience the, the buying public knows this well, and, and now I'm gonna go back I'm gonna I'm stop you and you're I hate talking. to cut you off I'm, no, no, I'm gonna tell you why Kareem Hunt has a job uh-huh. because people don't care enough about what happens to women yeah, it's kind of bad but am I gonna not go to a Browns game at this point what Kareem Hunt can do and I'm, I'm, I'm purposely not saying whether I think he should be in or out but I'm what I'm saying is why he has a job because uh-huh. at this stage in his career what he can bring to a Browns fan outweighs the harm he can do to the team. And then that's that dude, and then that's where the problem comes that with the coach league. weighed the options. He knows that okay, Big Irish had a perfect example. Um oh somebody else actually. Uh Keenan Baker. From Saturday Night Live? No, no, Keenan Baker. Oh, our friend. Yeah. Okay. San Francisco 49ers fan. Mm-hmm. When Kaepernick was playing in the league. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's at the game. Right. Kaepernick is still playing quarterback. Uh-huh. Kaepernick kneels. Uh-huh. They boo the crap out of him. Okay, he comes in the game fourth quarter. He has a uh, he leads them to victory. He was saying the same people that were booing him were cheering when he scored a touchdown. They same group of people. He said a group of white people, a group of Mexicans, all booing the crap out of him at the beginning of the game. When he's scoring touchdowns, they conveniently forget that. Because now your touchdown is more important than what I hate or like about you. Same thing with racism back in the day, man. People were racist. They still, when black players could score a touchdown, mm-hmm. they got to go to Alabama. Super racist. Whoa, wait, when you, wait, wait, wait. What? When you can score touchdowns, uh-huh. how I feel about oh, you. Oh, then not, you can go to wherever. Okay. Yes, okay. because once these all black teams start wiping the floor with you, Think about Glory Road, the UTEP team. He started all five black players. Once that team wins the national championship, you're like, okay, look, we got we we know we hate him, but we need one. We need, <laughs> he got five. Right. He got five of them. Feel how you feel. They are dunking on us. Right. We got to even the playing field. That doesn't mean I like you. I mean, that, the brothers didn't used to be able to play in the NBA. Yes, that doesn't mean I like you. I want to win, and you give me a better opportunity to win. That's why you're on my team. So this is, I bring this back because people were saying that um, uh, Liam Neeson can't be. Michelle Rodriguez said this. Mm-hmm. Liam Neeson can't be racist because he kissed Viola Davis in the mouth. I hated that when she said that. 
Let what me, is that even? That, that me, was the dumbest thing I've heard. And I say a lot of stupid stuff. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Where do you think light-skinned people came from? Huh? Slave owners raping black women. Ugh, just because you're my slave. See, when you initially said it, I thought you just meant like interracial couples. No. No, it actually came from. Everybody, when you came from Africa, we were all, all these people were dark-skinned. When a baby was born, mm-hmm. the the state of the mother mm-hmm. determined slave or free. If your mother was a slave, the baby is a slave. Doesn't matter who the father is. The mother was a really? slave. Yes. If the mother was a slave, the baby's a slave. The baby the baby is automatically a slave. So now when I'm your slave master, if I rape you, have sex with you, and you get pregnant, you've just given me another free Slave. Slave. Another laborer. I can that I will call lazy even though I'm gonna put him to him or her to work. Yes. Jeez, I can that's... literally have sex with you. And this affects my bottom line in a positive way. <sighs> you have no rights. You can't sue me. You can't run away. You can't do nothing. And I own the baby. I own my son or daughter. I can pass my daughter off to my children. And they can own. There were slaves that were That's so. See, I've never even gone. I've never like even. Where did you learn that? Did you like college read that in a book? College? I went to college I and to college. I studied. They didn't teach us that in, in high school. No, they don't. I learned what Ooh. what you learn in U.S. history in high school. Right. You would never learn the truth until you read. You don't have to go to college right. to learn this stuff. But if you read, you'll learn it. So in college, I was reading the assigned text, and then I got interested to start reading more stuff. Right, a lot of Equianos, Frederick wow. Douglass. I mean, just that, bro. So the term "passing," uh-huh. right? There were slaves that were, they were um, so white. They passed as slave owners. Like, okay, so, Whoa. okay, okay. Say I'm black. black. I'm, I'm from Africa. I'm dark skinned. Okay. Right. My master's white. Has right. sex with my mom. I'm a mixed kid. Okay. okay? Right. Uh-huh. Now, when I come of age, so now I'm half black, half You're black, half and half. Right. Okay. That next generation has another uh, white man gets her this person pregnant. Mm-hmm. That baby is now a quarter black. Quarter black. Three quarters white. White. Okay. Still a slave though. Still a slave. Because it's a quarter. Yeah. So yeah. the rule was one uh, sixteenth. If you had one sixteenth of black blood, you're slave. You were slave. So you have to go down. I think that's eight generations. <sighs> right. Wow. So now I'm a quarter. Quarter black. Mm-hmm. Go down another thing. Now you're now I'm an eighth, eighth black. You know how fair that person's skin is? Very fair. You I'm... can't even tell. Sometimes their hair is straight. Their skin right. is super fair. Right? So they were passing as black, as, as, as white as slave, slave owners. owners. They'd make fake freedom papers and they smuggle black people out. That's how <laughs> slavery worked, right? So I need to read a book. You, <laughs> I feel like I'm just learning. You knew this, Josh? Josh See, Josh didn't know either. Okay, okay, cool. So well, I, mean, Josh, I don't know that much about Mexican culture, but he, you're not alone. And okay. there's a lot of, and I'm not, I don't mean no. and I'm not doing this to make I'm you feel bad. I'm glad you're doing it because I didn't know. I'm not doing this to make you feel no, bad. I don't feel bad. I just feel like, uh, yeah. wow, I don't know anything. Yes. Right. <laughs> but it was interesting to me in college. That's why I took, right. as, I took literally as many African-American history or study classes as I could take. And that's why... I don't really argue about race with people mm-hmm. online because it's like <clears throat> if you don't have the same knowledge mm-hmm. as someone, 
there's really no point to argue with that person. And I'm not even Facts. talking about me. I'm going to use you an example that I saw on Twitter yesterday. Mm-hmm. Woman, a, a, a woman doctor, mm-hmm. was talking about the difference between a vulva and a vagina. A car right? and a vagina? Vulva, not vulva. <laughs> <laughs> what is a vulva? <laughs> it's a part of the reproductive system. Oh, okay? I thought you meant like a four-door sedan. I'm like, they're the safest cars on the market. All right, but go ahead. <laughs> so this man is telling this gynecologist woman Stop calling a vagina a vulva. You're just using a different word. And she's like, no, like it's a different, it's part a different part. He's like, you just, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> she tweets him a picture. No, look, here's the vagina. Here's, here's the, the vulva. vulva. Oh boy, you women, you just, <laughs> you don't, just don't. Get you know it. how dumb you look yeah. telling a woman who has a body part that they don't know what they're talking about. What's her point of even arguing with you? You're arguing about something you have no idea about. We don't have. I mean, doc, she's a doctor in this field, and also oh, she's a, a woman. She's a doctor, at, so she owns one and owns she studies ones them and studies it. And he was like a journalist, right? And but he, he was arguing her down of something he had no idea about. That's why I very rarely get into race debates with people because the the research that I've done. Mm-hmm. You haven't done that research. So you're generally just spouting out stuff. And you're just saying what you think. You're just saying stuff like black on black crime. Pull yourself up by your bootstrap. All lives matter. I can't tell you about systematic racism and poverty structure and how the United States is systematically sets up black people to fail because you stopped learning about this in high school. I stopped learning about it in high school and I'm a black man. Right. So it, so, uh, so imagine wow. if you were white and didn't care and believe fondly what you believe. Mm-hmm. What's the point of me arguing you down about this? There's no, we're not even arguing from the same point like arguing of view. With a stop sign. It's, it's I no just, point. We're, it, uh, we, at least argue from the same point of view that I the have. The same vantage point at the same level of understanding. And when you know, you'll see the same. So how was I not getting on your nerves saying all the stuff that I was saying and you knew all the stuff that you knew? You just pardoned my ignorance? Yeah. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> I, just, like, I love you, man. I mean, <laughs> You're my friend, man. I don't want to go. I felt like I was blind now. I could see a little bit. You opened your eyes a little bit. A little bit. bit. But I mean, and that, really, actually, didn't even think about it like that. That's <laughs> no, Seriously, because like, I'm just like, cause like, but see, when I'm ever, whenever I'm coming from that, I just come from honesty. So I just, honesty I'm not the type ignorance. of person that, yeah. So even and if I'm ignorant. Not, and not ignorance as a derogatory. Right, it's just, I don't know. Ignorance means you don't know. And, we, right. and you're a very you're a proud I, person, right. argumentative. You're going to make your point. You're only arguing from the amount of knowledge you have. Exactly. So it's a waste of my energy. Now we boys, so we can talk right, about right. it. But if we are on opposite sides of something, like when somebody says black on black crime, mm as a reason for anything, I, I, I don't have the time. Right, because that's just such a to open-ended conversation. The f- at first, it's not black and white. I don't want to say that nearly, I don't, it would take so much time to say nearly all crime mm-hmm. is based on who you know and who's in your community. Mm-hmm. So of course there's black on black crime because there's white on white and there's Mexican right. on Mexican and Asian on Asian. And I don't want to talk to you about poverty structures and institutionalized racism right. and uh, the prison, the, the, um, the, unfair prison, senti- the unfair sentencing, unfair sentencing right. mandatory minimums, the difference right. between uh, a gram of crack and a kilo of cocaine. cocaine right. I don't have time on the to internet go, to, to go into all that for people that don't even know that. So when you say black on black crime, it's really just a signal to me. You don't know nothing. I'm not. It's you don't even have the same base of knowledge I have. I don't want to have this conversation with you. The, the accent and, is, and I don't want to come off as elitist saying right. that. But we always have to defend things. It's and even for the church, when people don't go to church, black pastors all they do is steal money, steal from the church, and stunt. 
when you say that, I you can. It's usually telling that you don't. You're generalizing. Generalize. You haven't attended church. You don't know many pastors. You don't mm-hmm. know the outliers of almost in everything. The bad apples represent the entire bunch. Mm-hmm. So it's. I just am like, I'm not. See, be but I think that that just honestly speaks to how dope of a person you are. Just because, <laughs> no, seriously, take this, take this praise. Because, like, even like when I was kind of coming from that perspective about John Gray and you know different people and just I said his name right, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know different people because I'm coming from even though I grew up in church and different things, but I'm still coming from a, a point to where I just don't know. But and you're it's arguing. But you never make me feel stupid about it, though. You're my friend. That's good about you. <laughs> Man, I feel like I learned But if you were a person that. on the internet, I, just would I wouldn't even get into it. Right. Because I know I'm not going to change your mind. It's the argument you can't win. You're not going to change my mind. Mm-hmm. We're just going to be exhausted. And the old <laughs> adage, uh, when you see two uh, a smart person and a fool arguing from a distance, you can't tell who's who. Mm. And it's just like, that's what I feel like on the internet. I, when I, ar- I used to argue people on the internet. Right. When I do, I just end up feeling exhausted. To argue with somebody you've <laughs> never met, will probably never see in real life. <laughs> thumbs, thumbs, thumbs. <laughs> it's just like, I just. So I just make my videos, state my points, hope you come around. Chances are, are slow, are mm-hmm. low that you come around. Because you got to think about it, though. Like, how hard it is for someone to change a core thought you have had right see and i have an interesting take on that and i know we'll probably be running short on time but i I wanted to say this because i was thinking about this on the way here when i was coming i was talking i was thinking to myself you know i want to say some things that i really feel let me gather them together in my mind so i was going on the whole thing about forgiveness and how we're talking about the 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 mayor in virginia and he was in blackface different thing and i was like man people think i'm i'm lame because i forgave him or whatever but my thing was this it's all taught behavior is what mm-hmm. I believe. So even though we can look at it and say, oh my God, that's wrong. It's stupid. It's malicious. It's hurtful. This is something that this person at a young age was probably taught by his parents, friends, mm-hmm. family. So how how is the way that we start to, we can remedy that, that people that have been taught these toxic thoughts about other to maybe change them and maybe see a different way if that's all you know. If I've been I'm taught this from you. a child... How do I just flip that switch and not think like that? I'm going to tell you. Because you were arguing that he shouldn't lose his job, mm-hmm. right? I was. So kids today are still dressing up in the, the derogatory blackface. Mm-hmm. If you see that the person who was the governor of Virginia had a photo in blackface from when he was young and it cost him his job, mm-hmm. now you say, you know what? Snap. Those consequences for that action are great. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why this is offensive, but I know that if I do this, it might cost me my job now or something in the future. I'm not going to do that. I understand. But when that you now. keep your job, you're telling somebody. Oh, I can well, do that. The governor he did, did it. it. This person did it. They didn't lose their job, so it must what? not be that bad. The consequences of actions is what teaches people that wrong is wrong. That's why it was so important that that <sighs> far uh, right uh, white dude. Who ran over the um, Heather in mm-hmm. in the Charlottesville massacre? Okay. I mean oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlottesville the, riot, prote- the protest, the, the protest. Right. He rammed his car into her and she died. Mm-hmm. It's so important that he goes to jail. Yes, because now if you are racist and I'm going to do Doing the same thing, things. you're like, oh snap! Some people are going to jail for this. Yes, and that's why people, black people, were so upset about all these cops who were killing people and not even being charged. It all it's all connected because now if you're a police officer and nobody and ever goes to you're jail, you're making that not only do they not go to jail, they're not even losing even your job. Charged. You're not even losing your job. So if you're making a split second decision and you're thinking in your cases, seven out of ten of these guys don't even get charged, 
I think one dude, the dude who shot Walter Scott, mm-hmm. actually went to jail. Of all the ones that happened in the last five, ten years. And that was, remember, do you remember, do you yes, remember that yes. time when we used to call each other? Yes. I don't want to go into it okay. that much because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be upset. Well, I got you, I got you. But that's one guy uh-huh. who, and this dude was running away like it was like, shot him in the back. Please. Right. But if you're a police officer and all this stuff happens in the majority of the time, people don't even get charged. So when you're making that split second decision, you're not really worried about the consequences. Right, because you're, nobody because you're like, for this. The, 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 blue, the blue is going to be more important. They got my back. My partner's got my back. The body can Like, that's what happens. Because there it, hasn't been the, the right consequence. And, 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 and to be honest, you know, um, I, will, I would admit, actually, the movie They Hate You Give had a really good point on this. I almost watched that the other day. Is that a good movie? It's a good, it, 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 it's a good movie, and it brings some great topics about race. And, okay. like, the, he was saying that the cop, you know, the, in the movie, the kid reaches for a hairbrush. Mm-hmm. And he gets shot. Officer mm-hmm. said he thought he had a gun. So Common is a black officer in this movie. And he was saying, my life's in danger. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if I'm telling you not to do something and don't you do it, do it right. I don't know what you're grabbing. Right? Mm-hmm. And that part I get. Because again, 12 and 10. Mm-hmm. Right? If I feel like my life's in danger, mm-hmm. like legitimately, right. not, not the cop that can say my life's in danger to get off. Right. Like it is a split decision that they have to make. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I feel like my life's in danger and you're not listening to my commands, right or wrong, if I shoot you. Human instinct will take over and right. protect yourself. Right. right. And you or, also, or at least what you think in your mind you're doing. And you think in your mind that if, I, if, if in the back of your subconscious, you mm-hmm. know nothing's going to happen to me, then you might not do that. So then right. in the same movie, they tell the girl, ask uh, Common, who's a black cop. Does does the person reaching in that car, does their skin help you make a decision? If that kid was white, are you are you less likely to pull the trigger? And he's like, yes. Wow. Because he was saying he knows the consequences. If I do that right. to a white person. Wow. If I do that to a black person, you, you've seen how many times. Just think of this. Black kid, person does something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're not the even, they're, they're the victim. Absolutely. Their mugshot is in the thing when they're the victim. Right. White dude kills his whole family. It's a picture of him loving his family, not his mugshot. I seen that, and there was a the young lady that lost her life at the uh, at the train station not too long ago mm-hmm. in Portland. Yeah, no, no, it was in California, and she lost her. The, the, the dude stabbed her. In yes. The, yeah. And then the picture that they put up, she had a, a, a cell phone with like it was a gun on it, but it yep. was like a cell phone case. Mm-hmm. That's really telling how they paint that. All. Oh, and they'll the call time. like if a black person does something thug, and then if it's a white person misguided team. I now see the anger. All, all, I see it time. now. I see it now. All the time wow. that happens in the media. All, all wow. the and time. And it's just little, st- little, little things stuff. like that that re- How many times has a white person done a mass shooting and he's taken alive? Yeah, Dylan Roof. They literally took him to Burger King. No joke. He said he was hungry. He, everyone knew he killed people in a church. And you took him to Burger King. They take him alive, number one. They, you're they, saying don't, you can't, take, they don't be taking brothers alive. They, Black people don't be. I've seen countless videos of white dudes well, fighting the cops. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough cops, to even talk. Getting their yeah, yeah. guns. Taken alive. Right? Black people, Oscar Grant. He's shot and he was already handcuffed. handcuffed right? So that this is the type of stuff that I think about. And this is why I, I, I don't be feeling like arguing. Because it's hard for me to explain all that to you. And replying back on Instagram or YouTube or on Facebook. You really, you really have opened my eyes. I'm being for real, for real, man. Take this, man. Ow. No, man, wake up. (laughs) Um, Nah, man, I really feel like you really helped me in understanding because now I can understand the anger and the backlash that I was getting Mm -hmm. with the things that I was saying. Yeah. 
because I wasn't looking at it this way. Oh, yeah. Thank you for helping me get there, man. All right. Um, no normally, yeah, normally we do wrap-ups and uh, <laughs> messages. two in a row we didn't do no wrap-up, no But message. that's cool. Now when we come back, y'all will want it. You'll, we should have done it, it on the bonus episode because that was light, but we didn't know. Yeah, but we. I'm glad we had this. This is an important episode. I didn't want to talk about this. But, but I'm, I'm glad, glad we that did. we did it in a way where it wasn't all heavy and it was it was good to the point and there was <laughs> learning. Excuse me. I, but you there can't was, control it. Yeah, you're right. Um there was a lot of learning. I learned a lot in this. And this was a very, very good conversation. So I appreciate that. Thank you. We appreciate all your... Stop! It's uncontrollable. <laughs> so thank you to all the righteous out there. Thank you guys all. Uh, please like the video, share the video, comment on the video. If you would like to support even more, we have links in the bio and the description. We have a Patreon Or just account. go to RighteousAndRatchet.com because I'll be putting the links in late. And don't wait. Put the links in the video. Put the link in the video. You put it in the comments. That's how you think I sound? Yeah. And Kev, hey man, we can put the link in the video. You can put the link in the video. I did all the things. I did all the upload. I stayed up late to make sure it go up. You put the link in the top of the comment. I don't have access. You have a YouTube page. You have a Facebook page. You can comment, hey guys, hit the link to the video. You right. Shoot. But thank you guys for everything that you've done. Um, shout out to <laughs> shout out to you all. And um, hey, go and rate us on Apple. Give us five stars. Five stars are don't rate us. And fight you. And we will see you guys next week. We love you all so much. We gave you two episodes this week. I'm Doughboys. Calf. <laughs>